Arthouse Rewind. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. And today we are here to talk all things film, art, and culture in Billings, Montana, as it pertains to the Art House Cinema and Pub and the Babcock Theater. Brian, how are you? I'm good. Yeah? You look good, as mm-hmm. always. Got to start with that. So, uh, before we jump into it, we're going to talk about Drive Away Dolls, a yes. film we watched and opened and have screening for another week, so you got a chance to check that out. Yeah. But on top of that, it's always important to note, what are the three things you want to make sure people know are coming our way in the next few days, Brian? Yeah, the most important things to know are, number one, Dune, part two, opening at Art House Cinema and Pub. So... Keep one of my most anticipated, anticipated films of the year. Yeah. You, Brian? Yeah. Big fan? And you've read the book, right? Uh, I've, I read <laughs> some of the book. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, by some of the book, you mean the part that Dune Part 1, the movie was? You read that part? Not even all of that. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> like, awesome. Yeah. Well, About the uprising and then... And then it gets a little dry after that because it's in the desert. It is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nope. Should I try to? But yeah, it didn't happen. But yeah, it you're is a fan important of the to first know. film. What's that? It's a fan. You're a fan of the first film. Yes. So you're excited for the second yes. film. Yes. I'm in the same boat. Yes. I have read the book. I've done my homework. So good I'm, job. I'm geared up, ready to go. Way so to go. sorry. You were going to say something. Um, and I cut you yeah, off. Yeah, I was just going to say the most important thing to note is that it is at Art House, which we know is the smaller of the two venues. So it is important that if you want to go, you should probably get tickets early to ensure you have a seat to the screening you want to go to. And uh, yeah, Agreed. Just, um, keep in mind which location you're headed to. I think, I mean, so for lots of reasons we don't need to get into on the yeah. podcast, we we were planning on having it at the Babcock. It didn't work out there, so we brought yep. it to Art House, yep. which I think is going to be a really interesting thing because yep. it's, as we were just talking about, like the idea that you can come to this big screen movie. Yes, there's bigger screens to see it at, but there's this art house experience. Exactly. With the food and the community and all that stuff. So I'm I'm hopeful and excited to see who shows up to check out Dune. I'm, yeah. I'm interested to see it on our for screens sure. for sure. So, yeah. So yeah, big thing is Dune is coming. Uh, then at Babcock um, on March 1st, we will have the 40th anniversary of 16 Candles, which was John Hughes's sort of big directorial debut mm-hmm. and introduced us to Molly Ringwald and a bunch of the cast that followed him throughout the 80s. So a uh, good one to check out on the big screen. And then another 40th anniversary on March 2nd, it is Milos Forman's Amadeus, which I'm sure a lot of you watched in high school uh-huh. for like band or something like that. I think but. mine was English class. English, okay. Nope, nope, nope. It was music class. Never okay. Mind. Yeah. I don't know why I said English, because yep. we watched a lot of movies in English class, I guess. Yeah. So there you go. It is It is great, so it is well worth seeing on the big screen. So yeah, two 40th anniversaries we're celebrating as well. I love it. Those are good things to look forward to. So uh, Brian, we're going to talk about this little film uh, called Drive Away Dolls that uh, candidly, I'm surprised is being released this month like it feels like it would mm-hmm. have been a bigger release at a different part of the calendar year yeah um you know this uh january and february kind of have the history within yeah. cinemas i think Dunk-y-wary, it was i think it know. was originally a september release sure. um but then got pushed back because of the strikes yep but so yeah. it, it feels a little funky that we're talking about a film like this in February, but what is this film and why is it funky that we'd be talking about it now? Um, so it is a, it is written and directed by Ethan Cohen, one half of the Cohen brothers who did Fargo and Big Lebowski and Blood Simple and Raising Arizona, all those. Um, 
It is his first film without Joel, and uh-huh. uh, it stars uh, these two women that are uh, doing a drive-away trip across the east, I guess, the east coast, um, driving from, where did they start? New Jersey or someplace like that? Heading down to uh, Florida, Florida with, with a... With a vehicle um, through a driveaway business, but um, there is crooks after them because there's something in that vehicle that um, they needed to get across to Florida, but uh, it got they picked it up instead, and now there's crooks after them and high jinks and high jinks and sue. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is a really fascinating film for me on a lot of levels. Uh, you love the Coen Brothers yep. films. I enjoy the Coen Brothers films. Uh, and so it's been fascinating now. We have a film from each one of the brothers. Yep. And uh, it's just a really, really fascinating thing because uh, the uh, previous film from Joel, Joel. was Macbeth, yep. which was this like uber art piece, beautifully yep. shot and eccentric in how it was shot, necessi- yeah. but not but necessi- pretty much just the text of Macbeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so really fascinating. Yeah. And so, like, watching that auteur, like, side of the cinematography and all that Mm -hmm. stuff come out through him, and then this film kind of pairing it with that is the, like, eccentric characters and craziness and, like, what are, like, so for me, like, to think back on all of the Mm Coen Brothers films up to this day, for me, I feel like I've seen, like, two sides of the coin now that work so great together. And I'm not saying they don't work great uh, separately, but it's been, this is a really, really fascinating film in that context for me. Because it is just bonkers on so many levels. Like, opening scene, like... I've mm-hmm. people ask me, you know, like, hey, is this film for me or not? And there's I'm just like, mm-hmm. well, it, watch the first five minutes. And if the first five minutes aren't like this, like, OK, I'm in for this. Uh, yeah. Then you probably are OK to step out and grab a bite to eat and a yep. drink because <laughs> yep. it is bonkers. And there's some goofiness and craziness. And uh, some of the characters are really, really enjoyable and all of that stuff. But it is it is definitely like that bag of tricks of Coen Brother films that we've seen just ramped up to 11 in a lot yeah. of ways. So what did you think of the film? Um, it was not my favorite. Um, okay. I, I do think that um, I like watching them work together, but um, it's interesting. It's an yep. interesting film just on its own to kind of, again, see the side without Joel um, on it. It kind of is interesting to see. And, and, you know, there's been other Coen Brothers films that I'm not huge on either. Intolerable Cruelty, The Lady Killers, like those um, are kind of, it's kind of in the realm of that where it's like, this was just a thing of like, maybe all the pistons weren't firing just True. right. But uh, but I, I, I do think it's fascinating. Uh, I, I think there's certain characters that work really well and others that I'm like not as into. Um, we're kind of getting to spoil territory. There's the romance angle at the end felt a little forced. Yep, I really yep. like, I, I don't know what it was. I, I love that it's 85 minutes. <laughs> I love that, you know, I mean, and not just in the like, Oh, it's not great, but at least it's over soon. Yeah. But also in the idea of like, I feel like in the last five years or so, like everyone's making a two plus hour movie. Mm-hmm. So it is refreshing when it's like, Oh, I can watch a 90 minute movie is pretty, Refreshing. And yeah, I think it the energy of the film, the runtime yep. speaks to the energy of the film. Exactly. They pack a lot into that 80 plus minutes. And I'm with you. I think some of the characters were really, really enjoyable and and 
like everything they said was you know comedic on some mm-hmm. level and you just really enjoy I, f- I felt like the the guy working the driveaway company mm-hmm. was probably like the best cast mm-hmm. in the yeah. roles that they were in but yeah yeah so I think for me it's really interesting because like I remember we watched the trailer and I, I remember saying after we watched the trailer like this just feels like that bag of tricks, like just, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's what's happening. Yeah. And in a all cover reality, band of a Coen Brothers exactly, movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of feels like that on some mm-hmm. levels, but I don't want to diminish it on that. I think the, the, the interesting thing that I've been thinking about since watching it is like, is this the kind of film because of the Coen Brothers and because of so many people that have worked to imitate what the Coen Brothers have mm-hmm. done so well over the years, is this the kind of movie that if it came out in 1994, 1995, like yeah. that it would have been like this, what are we, I can't believe cinema's doing this kind yeah. of film. And it's been done so much that it almost feels like here we go again kind of thing. Or is it, is there something to the story that I'm just not connecting with as much? Because it feels like the kind of film, like if I saw it when I was younger in that, not yeah. that I would have watched it when I was in fourth grade. I'm not, yeah. not exactly 94, but in that realm of time, yeah. like you see it those you know, like late high school, early college, and your mind is being expanded mm-hmm. to what cinema can be. Like it feels like the kind of film that's trying to do that kind of thing. Like so many of their films have done, Tarantino films have done that kind of stuff. Yeah. But is it, is it not hitting for me because I'm just old and I've seen it so many times? This is becoming a therapy I session know. for me, apparently. Or is there something with the story that just isn't connecting as much as some of those other films are? I, I know I'm not asking yeah. you to be my therapist, but that's the conversation I'm having in my head about this film. Because there's nothing that yeah. I can point at to in this movie and say, that was bad. That was a wrong choice. Shouldn't mm-hmm. have done that. Bad filmmaking. It's a really well done film. Yeah. Really well acted. There's, you know, the cameo at the end is just mm-hmm. comedic and enjoyable. It's set in a time in American politics that things feel differently. Yeah. You know, that there, there's just a lot happening that works so well with the film. But I personally am just not connecting with it as much as I think I wanted to. Yeah. Thoughts, I'm not Dr. Sure. And, Brian? And there were people that I was... You know, they were eager to talk to me about it, and I was like, yeah, it wasn't really my thing. And they were like, really? I really enjoyed it sort yeah. of thing, which made me feel like, what did I miss? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Was and maybe that's what's going on with me, too. Yeah. Because, yeah, um, yeah I, I, I felt like there was a couple things that, uh, you know, I, I, I think I said it to you of, like, it was weird of how, like, it's not that unlike Big Lebowski, sure. which is incredible. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, there's something with the chemistry of it of like, yeah, there's some dumb humor that works. But in this one, it's like the dumb humor just feels dumb to me Hmm. and it doesn't quite deliver for me. And I don't know if it was the performances. I don't know if, you know, the the timing, the, you know, the joke structure, if it would have just been tweaked just a little bit, it would have worked better. I don't know. But yeah, I just wasn't feeling it. Um, I was a little surprised that it is such a lesbian-focused comedy written by a straight white man. (laughs) But, you know, not that you can't do that, but it just felt a little like, huh, I wonder how this would have felt from, you know, like when uh, I'm trying to think of someone that did... You're doing great. uh, ...comedies more recently that were kind of in that same vein, like um, Booksmart done by Olivia Wilde. Like that was definitely bringing a female voice to this. And so it felt a little strange that there wasn't more of a female voice. Although I think he did have a co-writer on Mm -hmm. this that was female. It's still just, I don't know. It felt like a strange direction for him to take. Yeah. 
Yeah, I th- I think I read. So this is a bad thing to just ponder, pontificate when we don't really know. Yeah. But I think the the co writer isn't it his partner? Is who it? Is also queer? I think too. I'm not I, possibly. Don't quote me on that. Even though this is now on a podcast yeah. and out in the world, but I I feel like I read that somewhere. But okay. Okay. So we're learning together, yep. Brian. So. Everyone, get out your computer, look it up, and see if we're right. <laughs> so ultimately, I will say, and this isn't just a plug, you know, my biased plug for for who we are and what we do, but this is the kind of film that I think enjoying it. It has that comedy aspect that enjoying mm-hmm. it in the theater, I think, is the way to see it. I don't, I don't like watching again to go back to college age, Matt. Like watching this with friends in a basement at night, like yeah. laughing, and you know these characters. That feels like the way this movie is supposed to be experienced compared to just at home alone kind of thing. So, yeah. you know, seeing it in the theater, those kinds of things, I think, is the way to go. So I'm, I'm really happy we brought it and we get to talk about it. So any final thoughts? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I think, again, it, it's even in its flaws, I think it's an interesting th- film to watch. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm still recommending it, um, but it was just, yeah. Sometimes it's interesting to dissect a film from that angle, too, of like of like thought experiments of why does this not work as well as some of those Mm -hmm. others. And that's exactly where I'm at. I'm on that page. So uh, all that to say, um, we hope you come and check it out. Also, this is kind of, well, we have one more week, but don't forget the Oscars are coming. Yep. Uh, The uh, SAG Awards happened this past Saturday. Did you watch them? I did not. You didn't? No. Oh, we watched them at my house. It was on Netflix. It was kind of (laughs) cool. I didn't Uh, know it was on Netflix. It was kind of cool because there were no commercials. And so like it was, it was, I don't know. I feel like it was a better way to experience it because they had breaks, but the breaks were going backstage and uh, someone interviewing the recent, you know, winners and like talking about how they're feeling, which was kind of cool to feel Mm -hmm. that behind the scenes thing. And then, so the, so the crowd got the breaks, the show got the breaks. There was no host. It was just, you know, get up, give the awards and then done. I kind of, kind of liked it. So it was, it was good. So anyways, the only reason I bring that up with the Oscars is it feels like there's so many just locks for who's going to win Oscars that now that, you know, most of the awards are done and, you know, like, okay, we kind of know what's coming. So if you haven't signed up, got your ticket for the Oscars, you need to be an Art House member, do that. And then also you can fill out a ballot. And, uh, you know, do your best yep. to guess who's going to be there. because we Ballots have a- are live right now, too. Ballots if you go are live. to yep. that link, again, fill it out now and don't have to worry about it anymore. Yep. If and you have your locks. Exactly. <laughs> and the ballots are for people attending the event. Exactly. So this isn't just anybody. Yep. If you, if you, I mean, I guess fill it out. But if you're not there, you're not going to win anything. <laughs> exactly. So we've got a pretty cool grand prize we love giving away. So hope to see you at the Oscars. If not, uh, we don't see you there. We hope to see you at Dune or Drive-Away Dolls or any yep. of the other multitudes of things. Happening. Or just so, come in for a bite. Exactly. We'd love to talk with you. So other than that, have a great week, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye.